The best of times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. Celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times. Your host, Gary Caligas. Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Caligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning in to our show today. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn how to travel around the world on a limited budget. So stay tuned to the show for some very interesting information that help may help you or your loved one take that around the world trip it is saturday january the 24th we are broadcasting our radio show today from the studios of news radio 710 keel a town square media station here in shreveport louisiana however today's show has been pre-recorded so we will be unable to accept call-in questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners be sure to pick up the january issue the best of times at some of our 528 distribution locations remember if you're unable to find a copy you can visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view current and past issues of our magazine. Be sure to pick up the Wednesday edition of the Shreveport Times, the Voices section, where I will be placing the Senior Living article, which provides readers with information to assist them in their retirement years. Yes, the Shreveport Times has moved my weekly article from their Friday edition of Lanyap to the Wednesday edition of the Shreveport Times section, Voices. If you have questions or comments, please contact me. If you have suggestions for future topics as well as please contact me at 318-636-5510. We are working on the 2015 Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory. If your business organization or agency wishes to be included in our 2015 edition of Silver Pages, please call us at 318-636-5510. Don't forget to attend tonight's performance of the Shreveport Symphony Concert at 7 30 p.m. at the Riverview Theater in downtown Shreveport. Tickets are available at the box office until 7 p.m. Remember to log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for a listing of announcements made during today's radio show, as well as information about upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Tanning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Caligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Tanning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Caligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Also, thanking those listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Joining me on my show today is a special guest. It's Miss Judy Stoneweaver out of uh, Mobile, Alabama. Is that right, Judy? That's right, Gary. The wonderful city of Mobile and surrounding Fair, Fair Hope, and that area is a beautiful area of the country that many of our listeners here in the Shreveport, Mosier, surrounding and Arklatex area go down to that particular Mobile and Gulf Shores, and uh, I can't think of the other uh, place south of Mobile. Uh, 
Orange Beach. Oh, Orange and Beach and all, Dolphin all your, Island. Dolphin Island. That's it. We have a lot of yeah. individuals that go to Dolphin Island. We we have uh, friends and family that have places there and so out. So you have a wonderful area. A lot of similarities of Mobile and Shreveport and Bossier City, Louisiana, as well. Except we're not on the Gulf of Mexico. Wish we were, uh, but we're right. not. But we're not. But I've asked Judy to, to join me today to to discuss on a trip of a lifetime that they took uh, around the world trip and uh, I know that's on a lot of my readers and radio listeners bucket list and uh, an article appeared in our friends publication senior boomer magazines called prime montgomery in montgomery alabama and and judy and her husband wrote this particular article and photos provided by i believe yourself as well as as um bob so bob and sandra corley is the the publishers and, ed- and editor of prime montgomery and i read this article that appeared in their january issue uh prime montgomery and so i contacted judy and contacted bob about this would be a good topic for our radio show so uh, one thing I learned about you in, in your CV, you're a master gardener. I am, three times. Wow. You, <laughs> in Jersey, Louisiana, and Alabama. So I, uh, it's a wonderful way to make friends. Well, the next, just the, well I know a lot of our listeners are, are into this particular pretty extensive hobby uh that, but it takes a lot of skill and and uh and uh, education and uh sometimes a lot of little good luck to make those little plants glow the way you want them to grow right <laughs> right and what we really do is more education so you don't even have to be a perfect gardener on your own property you just help others learn and appreciate um what comes with gardening well judy i I would fathom that you have a wonderful garden in your in your area, right? Please don't come visit. Oh, please! I, you could be disappointed. But you do have some wonderful gardens. Where we're going off tangents here. I do this a lot of time. My producers like, what is he talking about? There is a great garden in the Mobile area. Um, I'm having. There a, is Bellingrass. That's it. That's it. I'm sorry. I've had a senior. Mobile, go ahead. Yeah, and the Mobile Botanical Gardens as well. So we have two great garden spots here. And I have been to both of them. And even though I'm not the fanciest person in gardens, but fancy gardens, but it was, it was very remarkable. The other interesting aspect about Judy is she was involved in public television, right? The state of Alabama. That's right. For, for several years. That, Go ahead. At the same time that Bob uh, Corley and Sandra Palizos were involved. So we all work together at Alabama Public Television. Our friendship goes back 41 years, actually. 41 years, and you look so young yeah. in those pictures that I've seen of you. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's go back. So so this particular article, it says, Planning Your Trip of a Lifetime. And I know a lot of my readers have been talking, and, and I'm going to be doing more shows on the bucket list. Uh, we did a show previously about sayings, Angela, and and. and that's one thing we did discuss. I wonder how they determine a bucket list. We have to we have to research that in the near future. We we did various common sayings and their origins, and it's been remarkable about some of these things. But everybody tells me they have their bucket list when they turn sixty or even fifty, and they want to accomplish the following five, ten. Some people have saw their list of fifty items that they want to do uh, before they pass. So you know, this was one of yours and your husband Mark's uh, bucket list, right? That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And why did the first? Was this number one on the list? 
Well, we had an opportunity, and nothing clarifies like a deadline. So <laughs> you you kind of take steps forward because you want to take advantage of an opportunity. And so you're right, listing the destinations uh, around the world that uh, you have a connection with or an interest in is the perfect way to start. You know, even if you have to start with a big piece of butcher paper and write it on the wall and then start marking some out and you know, start with destinations. That, that's really exactly how we started. So, so, so that's the point I want to talk about. This planning part of, of you're planning this trip around the world, and uh, and it's more than eighty days. It's a hundred. You took about one hundred and three days, but you didn't that's know right. that. You didn't know that initially. So, first of all, in deciding this trip around the world, you tried to pick countries and cities that you wanted to visit. So, was this a mutual understanding? that you presented uh, France, he presented uh, uh, Czechoslovakia, whatever? <laughs> well, it, it ties to a research project that my husband was working on at the time, and we have friends around the world, so we put their locations on our itinerary, and it just fell into place for us. Um, over the course of the 103 days, we I looked up in my journal that I kept, we were in 20 different accommodations. We were in three homes of our friends and 17 hotels. So um, the the homes of friends were a wonderful respite uh, in that kind of travel because, you know, there's nothing like a home. Well, it's you had the unique opportunity. A lot of us don't have family or friends still in Europe, or even though, you know, Tina and I have some some relatives still in Greece. A lot of my relatives are no longer there, passed or moved to America or brought to America. Mm-hmm. So, but you had the opportunity of networking with various individuals. So you got to you got to experience that uh, not just the hotel life in the city, but being part of the part of the the family and friends in that particular area. A unique experience, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was it was very special. We took the destinations and we put them in order the best we could, flying east in our situation because an around-the-world ticket is logically undertaken flying either east or west for the entire duration of the trip. And um, I, I guess we'll talk a little bit about... Um, some of the, the websites that are out there that will help you plan a trip like that. And but, I, I um, like your, your aspect. You know, a lot of people think about these things but don't think far in advance that, yeah, you don't need to go west and come back to the States to go, go east again. That's going to be cost prohibitive and time prohibitive, correct? Mm-hmm. So it's better right. to go one direction. And you decided to go east, which meant, yeah, y'all left from Atlanta, if I recall. And uh, so yeah. you, went, you went eastward rather than going from Atlanta to to either Los Angeles and then over to wherever, Hawaii or to Japan going. Mm-hmm. That's a far, far flight. At least the, the flight from Atlanta to your, your first destination uh, would not be a long, a long flight to start off with the situation. So that's right. Our, our first stop was in Dublin. And so that was pretty short. It's a big scheme of things. So uh, going back to those picking the countries and cities, it was de- it was determined by you and your husband based upon your your particular goal. But you know that might be a challenge with some of our listeners out there and their spousal or our significant other. Um, they have to make a compromise on certain cities and locations. And I thought one of your, your comments in your article was, 
well, don't make the flights until you make sure you know where you're going and you got accommodations in those particular cities and countries, correct? There are so many wonderful opportunities on accommodation these days, whether it's home away, that's a site, or um, vacation rental by owner. Um, and a lot of those accommodations are maybe a specific day of the week, like Saturday through Friday or something like that. So it's good to have that kind of picture in your mind before you lock in your flight, because once you do on an around-the-world ticket, um, they're not easy to change, and it's not without cost. And and that is a extensive ticket. We're, we're not talking about two or three stops. We're talking about at least uh, ten stops, ten That's or more correct. stops. And, and uh-huh. did you did you take any trains, any uh, train travel while you were in Europe or in Asia? We did, because if you want to get out of the big cities that you're flying into, and out into the countryside or small towns, that, um, that's the way you do it. From Amsterdam, for instance, we took a train to Enschede, which is where the University of Twente is. So that was an interesting ride in and of itself. Um, from Dublin, we took a train to Belfast, which is no small town, but it was just a way for us to uh, go to another um, area. Uh, without having to fly. And that was a very short hop from, from Dublin. Did you and your husband uh, drive any? Did Taking a rental car to drive in any areas? No, we didn't. We didn't. Um, yeah. So some no. individuals have told me they have, but it, it's it's a little bit you know challenging. Uh, you mm-hmm. you know definitely now that we have you know GPS and some and most of the world and the internet access et cetera that you can probably you know navigation is not as difficult as made it was a few years ago when you took this particular trip. One one other quick decision on what time of the year would you suggest if an individual wants to have their bucket list to go around the world? I mean that's a, probably a critical factor. It is. Um, our particular trip started in August and ended in December. Oh. And because we flew east, um, we were in places like uh, Ireland and Norway and Sweden uh, before it got very cold uh, in Paris. And then we, uh, as it was getting cooler, we went got to Athens, then over to Singapore. And... Um, during a very cold part of the year, we were actually in Seoul, South Korea. So, but after that, we dropped down to Australia, and we were there in about, you know, their opposite uh, seasons from us. So that became more of a summertime visit to Australia, which was very nice. Um, we actually could ship some of our warm clothes home, which... Um, helped our suitcase situation a lot. Oh, well, that's what I want to talk about when we get back. We're going to be back, right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A-Bears, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. 
Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, probably presented by A Bears, Tenning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is a special guest, is Miss Judy Stone Weaver of Mobile, Alabama, providing us with some tips about taking a round the world trip that her and her husband did. Uh, and these are some great tips that hopefully our, our listeners out there may make their plans to take their round the world trip to check off one of their bucket list items. Right, Miss Judy? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Going going back, I know a lot of people are, are saying, wow, do I need to go through a travel agent to deal this with this mega airline ticket that's going to make me go all the way around the world? Or, or, you know, can I go on the Internet? And what happens if I do I have to pay all this, you know, $50,000 in, in cost uh, of, of an airline ticket? Hopefully it won't cost $50,000, but... Uh, right, no, it definitely won't cost that much. Um, yes. So far, how far in advance? Uh, somebody's asked me, uh, because I've already promoted this uh, in our magazine, and uh, I've already somebody asked me, well, how far in advance do you have to plan to go around the world? And I said, well, as far in advance as you can, right? But... Mm-hmm. Well, I think we left um, somewhere around the end of August, and I think it was probably the middle of June when we completed our air ticket. And then there were just a few accommodations that had not fallen into place that we continued to research. Um, so it was, we it was, it was just a few of, months before you left. You know, I was, I was yeah. thinking it might have been mm-hmm. six or seven or eight months uh, in advance no. of, of your trip. No, not really. And we used things of advance since we took this trip. And now the website StarAlliance.com or SkyTeam.biz or OneWorld.com, they have wonderful planners for you to plug in all the cities you want to go to. Wow, yes. They they route the most um, economical way for you to make that trip. And then once you... uh, enter your specific flight, then you get an actual quote on the cost. And the one I did for the article, um, it was a three-month trip, a little over 31,000 miles, and the cost was $5,600. So, you know, in the big scheme of things, that was for one economy class ticket. Um, that was not not so bad when you think of all the places that you're going. No, I mean, some people will pay just $1,000 to go to Europe on, uh, from our Dallas area or from the Atlanta area. It's, it's mm-hmm. or $1,300 or $1,400. So, yes. Uh, That's exactly right. But what about what about changing? I mean, you mentioned earlier that uh, hopefully, you, you know, there's not going to be crisis or airline cancellations or whatnot. So were changes easy to be made? You know, we made no changes. Wow. So I can't really... Um, really speak to that, but I know it's not without cost. So um, best to just um, stick with it if you possibly can. And the side trips we took, you know, were also, we flew to uh, Cairns in Australia to do our uh, diving certification. And so that was just a separate trip that we, the airline was separate from this around the world ticket. And, and you suggest to our listeners to do a little research, of course, of what once you pick the countries and do some a little valuation, you need to evaluate it by the, you know, contacting, uh, using the Internet, 
contacting our State Department, contacting individuals to, to see is that a good place or a safe place to go at that particular time of the year, right? Right. The State Department does have up-to-date uh, information on their website, so that's definitely something to become familiar with and bookmark um, as you're planning this trip. Did you need any entry visas for any countries that you visited? Oh, I cannot remember. Um, well, that's one thing individuals should check because certain right. countries do not allow you. I can think of Brazil being one. You have to, you mm-hmm. have to apply for an entry visa to go to certain countries. Uh, I can't think of how many other countries, but I know of at least one. Uh, well, I know that is because my daughter just recently went there and had to get an entry visa into the country. Mm-hmm. And um, right. and of course, I'm I'm gonna tell people you need to validate make sure your passport is good for at least six months uh, believe it's six months after you have traveled so it can expire uh, definitely while you're in while you're taking this around the world true but I think it exactly. needs to be val- valid at least six months for prior to that and so you know get your get your mm-hmm. check your passport uh, been there done that uh, yes my husband has been there done that uh, mm. you, you don't <laughs> want to get caught with that in the last minute you might have to have an expedited uh, United States passport ac- application um, that's right so how did you contact all these hotels, apartments, and friends, you, you, you use the Internet? You emailed people? I sure did. To I did. I used the Internet, and um, it was. I think I did everything by Internet except the one hotel in Paris that I just couldn't seem to get in touch with them, so I finally called them, and they just couldn't have been nicer, and we established um, our stay and the rate, and it worked out beautifully. Okay, so so you got all. So as you say in this article, which I want to remind our listeners, it's better to confirm where you're going and accommodations before you make a flight because if you can't find a room due to a big convention, holiday, something's happening in that particular city, you, know, you don't want to fly in there and just stay at the airport, right? Exactly. That would not be too scenic. <laughs> no, it would not be. And then you have to take the train out of there real fast to go someplace else, which would, you know, no, wouldn't wouldn't be nice in the budget budget plan. Plus, if it's booked completely in that particular city, those prices of those airline tickets for that little segment might be astronomical. You know, that, that's the other factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing I, I think I would I've got to ask you. So before you left, let's say in July, and you left in August. Wow. To go on a 103-plus-day trip away from home, you did a lot of preparations at home in Mobile, like stopping the paper, newspapers, paying bills in advance. That is right. Yeah, at that time we were living in Tuscaloosa and fortunately had family there who um, I, I created an entire notebook of all of our bills and people we had relationships with. They uh, checked our mail, paid the bills, um, and even, (laughs) this is terrible, they came out um, on the Auburn-Alabama football weekend, opened (laughs) the front door of our house, and water flooded out. Oh, no. So there's a caution. Turn your water off um, at your uh, washing machine. That's what what did it for us. Oh, no. So that was an unfortunate um, aspect of the trip that they took care of. We came home. The carpet had been replaced. Everything had been dried out. 
nice family and friends to deal with. Nice family, yes. Well, you need you need to plan those because things could happen like that, and you're far away and not as easily mm-hmm. to to contact your insurance or your other. You're going to have somebody given. And I I even suggest to some people that were thinking about this, you need to get power of attorney if you don't have one designated. You need to get somebody to power mm-hmm. of attorney and even healthcare power of attorney in case you and your husband on the trip have got a major medical issue. They're going to have to have power to 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 help. Mm-hmm. You move back, whether it's your kids, your grandkids, or a, a, a good friend. Speaking of prescriptions, I, I was talking to another lady that's thinking about doing this based upon our article, and she said, Gary, I take uh, 10 medicines, prescription mm-hmm. medicines, so I've got to take supply of four months if I go on a round-the-world tour. And I said, well, it depends on how long you go, but probably yes, because you won't be able to fill those, probably those prescriptions in, um, you know, in Greece or France or Belgium. Right. And we did um, put a big emphasis on medications. And as I recall, our doctor wrote a special note that um, was cleared by the insurance company that allowed us to get some medicines in advance. So we did take all the medicines we needed, and furthermore, those were kept in a backpack with us at all times. Um, with anything else valuable, your, you know, tickets, your um, passport, currency, uh, everything that's right there close to you, um, so that if anything else is lost, that will you'll still have. Let's let's talk quickly about medical coverage, uh, medical insurance coverage. I've had a, a, a senior citizen um, tell me a few months ago that, luckily, he heard me talk on some show uh, that about getting make sure his in- current insurance carrier covers when he travels into other countries, and uh, he had never gone to another country, and sure enough, his policy did not cover anything in Europe. So did you have to validate that before you all left? Um, I think it is it is done on a reimbursement basis. Um, we did not encounter any situation where we had to seek uh, services, uh, medical services, we are MedJet members, which is one of those uh, for 20 right. years we've done this, uh, where if you do have a serious illness and you need to be flown back home, that is covered. That's a great so, service. I was going to suggest to people, you can. there are many private insurance mm-hmm. companies that can cover those emergent needs, health care needs, mm-hmm. uh, when you're abroad. So that's definitely need to check your policy about coverage. Some coverage, Medicare does even cover some tribe, depending on what uh, supplemental insurance you have and certain plans that you have. They do cover limit, limited uh, health care when you're, when you're abroad, but mainly it's Emergent, emergent care. What what about meals? I mean, we talked about accommodation. We talked about reasonable flights that you can use these particular services to help get these uh, hopefully discounted but uh, flights for you. Uh, what was the meal allowance? Uh, did y'all go out every night or? No, I, I think we um, we tried to kind of splurge every few days, meaning a, a real sit down meal. I know in Paris we we love the Rue Claire Rue Claire Market, and we were our hotel was very close by, so we would just walk down the street and go to the um, you know the bakery or uh, pick up fruit or uh, lovely meats that were cooked 
that we could really have a picnic in front of the Eiffel Tower. We did that many, many times. So there are ways to just kind of not do three square meals a day, but to either have your breakfast included with your accommodation. That's what I was going to say. Some hotels in Europe and Asia include um, breakfast with uh, with Mm -hmm. the accommodation, and they're very nice breakfasts. Sometimes they're very substantial, right, that will carry you. So, you know, walking and snacking is kind of the way of travel. So that makes the walking pleasurable because you can stop and have a little special treat. And um, so three square meals a day was never really on our itinerary. Use use of credit cards, cash, or debit cards. What do you recommend to our listeners about that? Just investigate that. Uh, on all of this, Gary, you're absolutely right. Ask the questions. You know, ask it about your insurance. Ask your credit cards. Call them up. Tell them the tri- trip you're about to take and ask what their uh, charges are on international transactions. If they have them, then you need to get a credit card that does not have those um, those extra charges for your international use of the credit card. And always... Um, Either take currency, uh, traveler's checks, or use your debit card for uh, currency needs. Traveler's check. That's one thing I have not heard a lot of people saying these in this day and age, in 2015, are still using. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, very few people now that travel even think about using traveler's checks. I don't even know. I mean, my bank doesn't even promote them anymore. I'm sure they probably yeah. have them, but they're not there. Isn't that something? But, no, That's foreign great. transaction fees can be very expensive. I, I know a few individuals that got caught with that one. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it's every item that you purchase or utilize abroad. Global telephone service, cell service. Did you, did you bring your cell phone and I? Activated for um, European, Asian, and throughout the world? No, absolutely not. We are Wi-Fi people all the way. Okay. So we just wait till we're in a Wi-Fi zone and we do our communication. From time to time, we would buy a phone card um, that can be used from a hotel telephone. You just enter the codes and uh, pretty soon you're connected with whoever you want to talk with back home. So they're they're very cost-cutter ways to approach communication, but for me, Wi-Fi is is the way to go because that's typically going to be low cost or free, and um, you'll you'll go to cafes where you can um, use your iPad or your your tablet um, or your phone in airplane mode. That is very smart because those global roaming fees are, are tremendous, and a lot of people don't think about it. But that 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 can add up as an expense and and an and unnecessary expense that you could be skyping or using the Wi-Fi, and like you said, put it on the airplane mode, and you you can dial into the Wi-Fi system to make those particular uh, contacts with your loved ones back home to check and see if anything happened at the house, including a busted water line. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Skyping is wonderful. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now. 
Back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is a special guest, is Miss Judy Stung Weaver of Mobile, Alabama, discussing how her and her husband took a trip around the world, and she's giving us some tips and advice for you to make that particular lifetime, once-in-a-lifetime trip uh, for you or your loved ones. So thank you, Judy, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. It's a pleasure. So did you do, you and your husband did got maps of the area or downloaded them for the internet to, to try to map out what you're going to do when you're in that particular city or locale? We did. Um, we certainly did maps and a few books we took. You can imagine how few few books really are going to fit in your luggage with sure. weight. But um, uh, we we definitely did some homework before we went. And um, um, well, that kind of homework helps to to get a little map before you get there. And may, you might have to change plans, but and. Uh, you know, sometimes the local is going to say, well, we have a special holiday that your the museums are closed on a Monday. You know, you probably might not have known that, but uh, then you can readjust this particular schedule of visit those 12 sites of museums or the gardens or the palaces or the castles or whatever, right? Absolutely. And getting a, uh, I know in Paris there is a, a ticket that uh, lets you into many, many um places and museums and such for a much lower price than you would pay if you bought them individually. So that's the kind of information you can uncover on the Internet or uh, by reading uh, books about um, various places before you go. Check them out of the library. So check them out. And the other thing is those that, those that have a tablet or an iPad, they can possibly order those particular travel books from those cities and load them on their iPad so they won't have to carry... You know, they're going to 10, 20 countries, 20 cities. They don't need to take 20 books. They can have it all digitally there available to to that view to is, view on their on yeah. their pad. So what, brilliant! That is very brilliant. Yeah. So one well, has some. Mm-hmm. Well, an individual asked me this list lady who who read the best of times didn't. We haven't put your article in there, but we have a little snippet about you being on our show, and uh, she said so. Tell, I've got to ask her. She said, Gary, make sure you ask her. So, how many bags of clothing did they take on this particular around-the-world around the world trip? So, how many bags? Too many. Too many. And oh. Too many. That is, that's why in the article I say, before you decide, fill them up and drag them up and down your driveway. Oh. And out in the street and just... Just drag them around for about 15 minutes and then go back in and repack. Because, first of all, we took one bag that did not roll. Oh, wow. And um, so the big roller bags are great, but just remember if you take too much when you're trying to get a taxi, let's say in Rome, uh, those taxi cabs are very, very small. Um, now, they will move heaven and earth to get your luggage attached to the car, <laughs> but um, you may not feel comfortable when you see how they do it. They so strap it to say, the top or to the luggage and put a little bungee cords on it, right? 
Exactly. Yeah, I've been there, done that. I've been to Rome, and, and we, that that occurred. So it's better, less is best, and you know you can buy clothes in certain places if you need, or you can you can wash, use the washeteria or the the washing facilities in hotels, right? Some of them don't. And sometimes uh, just finding a place to wash clothes is an adventure all on its own. Um, <laughs> so there, we have many stories about uh, how we wash clothes over over. The and, different countries. And depending on your flight status with your airlines, some of them will charge you a major surcharge for for international flights for more than two bags, right? That, that is true. And that's one reason we went ahead and flew business class in this ticket. Wow. Because we, had, we were unlimited in our bags at that time. So it's good to just evaluate that because you could be spending a lot of money on uh, carting your bags around the world. Uh, just add all that up and compare it um, to the economy class ticket. And, you know, trying to get it, both both people, if you're traveling two people, both need a backpack with all their very most important things there. And um, theoretically, one other bag. Steve, Rick Steve does a, a nice job of talking about how to pack for trips. And um, he is he's inspirational in that regard. So you, you'll be so sick of these clothes, you might just give some of them away as you are tra- traveling around the world. And as you say, just buy something here or there. Um, Good idea. Donate the clothes when before you leave to some family mm-hmm. there. That's a great idea. Right. Great idea. So, so one other thing you, I'm sure... Uh, Judy, you bought souvenirs to bring back to family and friends, right? We did. And how did you ship those? Did you lug those around to 10 countries? We did carry them around a lot. When we got to Australia, on the western side of Australia, I think we sent a major package home at that time. Um, It was just too much. We got a very heavy olive wood cutting board in Greece. Oh, and, yes. Um, and that was so heavy, you uh, can't believe But, alas, it's our very favorite cutting board of all time. So we use it every single day. <laughs> I've got to come so see I've got to come see this. I, I don't think we have one. And we're from Greece. So we've been to Greece. Bob and Sandra have probably have one. No, but one suggestion to my listeners have been to Europe a few times. You can get some reliable, reputable merchants to ship those things back for me. And you'd be surprised. Sometimes it's quite inexpensive. And we've mm-hmm. got many items shipped from both Rome, uh, from Paris, from uh, from Greece, and it arrived uh, in one situation before we came home so we were we were amazed uh, about the server and the and the courier and you know UPS and Federal Express and all those people you know travel throughout the world um, so but you got to find reliable merchants that's that's the important mm-hmm. thing you did take or just, you, the, or just the post office that's where we went in Australia to the uh, the the country's post office and they were so helpful um so that, that worked out really well. I think that package made it home before we did, too. One other, uh, you kept a diary and a log of the trip, and um, that and that helps in bringing back those memories when you will, when you, will you know, discuss with family and friends when you get home about, you know, the places you went, the places you saw, and, and the good points and the bad points, right? It was phenomenal. Every single day um, I wrote in this journal, and, 
you know, after a few years after the trip, we read it out loud, the whole thing, and just died laughing and crying. It was just hilarious. And it, and it made the whole trip come back. I, I noted things like every hotel we stayed in, the room number, what we paid, wow. pretty much every meal that we ate, the names of the restaurants, a lot about currency, what, you know, what was purchased. In Olufsen, Norway, for instance, we went to a crab dinner, and all the crabs were purchased for about a dollar each. And um, just kind of information about how they favor their crab season in uh, September, October, November. So, yeah, it's just wonderful. The things you forget, um, you know, you think you'll never forget one thing about the trip. But with a journal, you won't. And and the other thing, now that high-techness, we have these video diary recorders and of course it adds to the written log but I still think a written log is is critical in case your video um, file is mm-hmm. corrupted or destroyed or whatever it's good to have that written little log and and jot down those particular notes to jog your memory and I'm sure you took a lot of photos correct we did take a lot of photos and we bought a camera on the on the trip and um, yes so we, we it's highly documented. <laughs> so before we close, I've got to, I've got to ask you this question. So what was the of all those countries and cities that you visited? What was your number one or number two or number three best places that you recommend that my listeners and myself should go? Well, for me, Paris um, because it was we were there for ten days and it was my first time. So as we're on the way from the airport into town, I gasped, there's the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I, was, I was your basic tourist from start to finish there. But it was just a wonderful leisurely time, and we saw just so many of the sites that you're supposed to see in Paris, the museums, the Louvre, and um, that was delightful. So Paris is number one. Uh, what's Paris number two? Number one. Probably... Um, just for the experience, Cannes and the Great Barrier Reef, just because it was such a, an aside that we we just took that as an extra trip. And before we left home, we made arrangements to take this scuba course. And then wow. we spent three days at uh, on the Great Barrier Reef on a boat. And that was um, because we planned all that before we went. It just sort of fell into place. And um, awesome. That was, a, that was a lot of fun. And number three? Oh, well, there's so I think everything else is tied. <laughs> <laughs> everything else is tied. Actually, you know, Singapore was, was wonderful. We I, I had never been there and uh, you know, the food and the 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 kindness of people. I think all over the world just the kindness of people to tourists who are, you know, maybe struggling, struggling to find a place to wash clothes or find a place to eat, something like that. It just people are kind. They're they're really just terrific. Did you, you did you have any, your face. did you have any difficulty in conversing? I mean you didn't know a lot of these languages. I don't know if you're multilingual, but uh did you have a problem? No. We didn't. Um it, but clearly it was not um no, we're not multilingual. Um but it just worked out. There's always someone who can translate the English uh, in almost every public setting. And when you can't, then it's an adventure. 
and, and trying to make them understand what you're looking for, either a restaurant or a, a market or the, the particular little shop that you want, want to go find those particular unique items. So right. in, in closing, what would you recommend to our listeners to, to do, first of all, uh, and if they're going to plan this trip of a lifetime? I think just get started. Just start doing the research, which will take, you know, hours and hours over many weeks to to get the menu of choices in front of you to where you can get excited about what you want to do. But just beginning um, and picking the time of year that you think you want to make the trip so that you're looking at some dates certain. And um, really it's just putting one foot in front of the other and making a little progress every day in doing the research. And tell our listeners one more time, there are various resource um, websites that can help you in this particular planning. You don't have to design your own spreadsheet or your own um, butcher paper on the wall, right? There, there are tools that can That's help right. you. And some there, of those tools? There are three, there are three that really uh, relate to the airfare and planning that trip around the world in terms of your flight. And those are StarAlliance.com. SkyTeam.biz, B-I-Z, and OneWorld.com. So those all have very helpful features on the website to help you do this planning. And then on accommodations, everybody knows uh, Hotels.com, Kayak.com. Those are all international. Booking.com and VRBO, Vacation Rental by Owner.com, and HomeAway.com. So, um it's really exciting to think that if you're going to be in a place for a full week, you can rent a weekly accommodation, sometimes much cheaper than than a small hotel room. Well, thank you, Miss Judy, for sharing your thoughts and your tips and your suggestions for to me and my many radio listeners out there. I know that you've been it's been going to be greatly beneficial for them. Hopefully, everybody's going to have this on their bucket list and work on it in, in the near future. Thank you for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by A Bears, Tanning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, here on News Radio 710 Keel. Thank you again for listening to our show today. Join us next Saturday for another radio show to learn information that can benefit you or your loved ones. Please don't forget to pick up your personal copy of the Best of Times at one of our 528 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Again, thank you for listening to our show. I'm Gary Caligas wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to the best of times on 710 Keel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for the best of times. This is News Radio 710 Keel. K-E-E-L. Shreveport Mosier.